Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. All right, you guys, welcome to episode six of Lift It Listens. Just when I was about to start this episode, it was 333 on the clock. Just letting anyone know if that means anything for anybody. But anyways, welcome to the show. I'm feeling a little bit like, I don't know, kind of more quiet vibe, a little bit more cozy vibe today. It's been snowing a lot. We've been getting so much snow here in Utah, which is a good thing because we've needed snow because literally... It's been such a sad sight at any ski mountain because of how much little snow we have. Like my home base mountain here, literally the two times that I've gone to ski there, there's only literally one run open. (laughs) And like on this, like you just look around you and it's just like dirt. Like there's just one run with snow because they made snow and then the rest is just dirt. But we actually have been getting a decent chunk of snow, a good dump. So things should hopefully be turning around. But regardless, I thought today would be a good day to talk about meditation. I have written on my little outline meditation station. But before we get into that, I wanted to express some gratitude, of course. And to be a thousand percent honest, as always, I was actually like really struggling to figure out what I felt like truly really grateful for I guess something different like because some things like never go away like I'm thankful for my health I'm thankful I can move I'm thankful for food I'm thankful that I have family all that sort of stuff but I kind of wanted to think about something different and I was like I don't I don't know why I was like really struggling and I just kind of wanted to voice that because I feel like especially when people are new I guess to practicing gratitude they struggle to like write a whole list Um, and as of course with anything it gets easier the more you do it but I just want to say like I've been practicing gratitude for years now and it's still sometimes it's hard for me to be like when I sometimes when I sit and ask myself especially I find when I ask myself later in the day as opposed to when I first wake up I'm like wait a minute like what am I grateful for so if you're struggling with that don't beat yourself up it does happen to the best of us for sure but what I did realize was that I'm truly very this is I also thought was a good one and I haven't expressed gratitude for this. And so I actually was thankful, I guess, that this made me think harder because it made me find things that aren't as generic to be grateful for, I guess. Not that there's anything wrong with generic gratitude, of course. You guys get what I'm trying to say. But regardless, what I'm trying to get at is that my gratitude is that I'm thankful that my parents have come to actually like understand and respect the work that I do. I want to do another podcast or just, I don't know if I want to do a podcast or a YouTube video about it, but I struggled for a long time, especially with my dad. And I would love to have my dad accompany me on the, either the video or the episode because what I do is very not generic. Um, this whole space, this whole platform, especially for my parents, is really hard for them to understand, especially when growing up. I kind of always thought I was going to be the one to, you know, I kind of like was in high school. I was thinking I was going to major in biology in college and be a dentist, like something super generic. I had no passion for it. I just did it because I thought that's like what I was supposed to be doing. So that's what I thought. I guess coming from that point of view to doing something so abstract was like very hard for my parents to grasp and understand and we struggled with that for a long time like I would butt heads with them a lot trying to explain to them what I'm trying to do and like the vision that I had for this they like didn't understand they're like why do you just want to post on Instagram like that's so shallow kind of all this stuff and I was like no like I swear there's a bigger 
purpose for it for me like I have a bigger vision I have a bigger intention like it's it really does truly mean something to me like I'm not posting something because I want to show people what I'm doing like it's like I have a message that I'm trying to convey through this brand so yada 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 story for a different day but I'm very thankful that I finally have like the full support and understanding from my parents with live fit in this brand so anyways Let's dive all the way into meditation because I feel like there's a huge stigma around it, not even stigma, more so just like I feel like reputation of like how it should be done. And I feel like it scares a lot of people off. And also people feel like they may not be like elevated enough as a human to like participate in meditation or like it's kind of woo woo or like, you know, it's like indicative of some other like spiritual stance. It doesn't have to mean any of that. And that's kind of just my main intention with this episode and the point that I want to get across you guys. And I guess it will hopefully be brought to light throughout this episode. Like I said, people think there's like a right and wrong way. Like the amount of messages that I get of being like, I don't know how to do it. I feel like I'm doing it wrong, etc. I genuinely, again, I'm not some meditation expert, but for me and my whole, again, this will be clear as I get through the episode. My whole thing with meditation is I truly don't feel like there's a right or wrong way. I don't think there's no way to know how to do it or how not to do it. I think meditation is such a personal practice and it's just that just like how when you go to yoga and the yoga instructors are like, it's a practice. Like you are always trying to get better. Da, 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 da. Whenever I do the Valley Girl voice, that never is meant to like offend. I just do it when it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I just break out in a Valley Girl accent. But anyway, I think that it's the exact same thing with meditation like it's a practice something that you're constantly working towards and it's always evolving and it means something so different from person to person and I think that people get too caught up in that like there's no it's not some like right or wrong process that you have to go through it's so abstract it's so subjective and that's what makes it so beautiful and I think such a powerful tool for people because it is so acclimated and accustomed to them and what their mind needs that you know it's able to meditation is able to kind of morph and conform in different ways to best fit each individual the way that they need the healing. Does that make sense? So I think that is why it's so impactful for so many different people because there's so much room for it to fluctuate and there's so much flexibility in it and it's so malleable that it really is able to like show up for people the way that they need to be showed up in that way in order to get the benefits and the healing that comes with meditation. There are so many different degrees of meditation and also different kinds of meditation. There's different meditations of different intent as well so there's multiple I guess different ways to do it and again I don't say that either to make you feel like oh no like what box am I gonna be fitting in I don't mean it like that I'm just trying to say like there's so many different avenues with meditation that you can take it any way that you would like to just like I'm saying so there's like chakra opening meditations there's a mantra meditation there's guided meditations as most of you guys probably know there's unguided meditations etc and like even for example one of my best friends here um he calls like sometimes we'll be talking he's like yeah and then I kind of I kind of did like a meditation nap and at first I was like yo did he just say a meditation nap like what is what does that mean and I guess like the point with that is just like he just means he's kind of like meditating but also kind of like resting and like napping at the same time like you know like if people say that's like a power nap it's kind of like that but he's like trying to meditate in the process where he's just like kind of coming back to himself calming his mind like getting grounded and recentered and that's with something I was like, hmm, like, that's interesting. Like, I haven't heard that before, but that's exactly what I mean, where it's like something different for everyone. Like, I don't think that's a super generic thing for people to do, but my friend freaking does it and he loves it. And it like seems so like second nature for him to say that. But there's also people that I know who will go deep into the freaking cosmos and have crazy vivid visualization meditations and things like that, where it's like this whole expansive experience where, you know, 
and I think the the thing that's so cool is that the same person can have both of those types of meditations where it's more of a meditation nap or something way more vivid and expansive and exploratory and more of like a trip in terms of your meditation and where you're going in terms of that. And also, I guess I should clarify, 100% sober as well. They'll have those crazy vivid visualization meditations as well. So And when I say like a visualization meditation, because I'm going to refer to that later in the episode, that just means like you're visualizing things in your meditation. I'm not sure if you heard of like visualization for, I guess, like a mode of manifestation as well. It's something like that. And I think visualization manifestations are so, well, there's there's too many. (laughs) I'm conjumbling my words. Visualization meditation is so is a powerful way to manifest using visualization (laughs) I find that if I'm really trying to manifest something, I will use visualization meditations to really picture myself having that manifestation, having that manifestation come into fruition. But it doesn't need to just be with manifestations. You could use visualization in meditations to just, you know, take yourself to a certain place or, you know, embody a certain vibration or things like that or see certain people in your meditation. So that's just like another very powerful component to it as well. And I love using visualizations to really feel like I'm diving deep into my meditation. So like I said previously, you can either do like a guided meditation or an unguided one. And if you're doing an unguided meditation, some people either listen to just meditation music or people will meditate completely in silence. Now, this is an options that are completely up to you. I personally say if you're just starting out and it's kind of uncomfortable for you, the thought of just like sitting down and closing your eyes and doing nothing, a guided meditation may really help you get more comfortable in this realm. I would say then maybe move on to an unguided meditation where you're kind of taking yourself through a meditation. However, still be accompanied by meditation music. I think that would be a next step up. And then I guess the last tier I would say would be to meditate completely in silence. I guess not really. I don't mean that in terms of hierarchy, but I think in terms of some sort of progression for you to kind of feed and, you know, sink into meditation, that might be a good route for you to go. Lately, I've done a mixture of all of them and I feel like I have the most intimate and moving experience when I'm doing an unguided meditation for sure. And, you know, I've done that either with music or with no music at all. Honestly, like especially throughout the whole summer when I was really diving even deeper into meditation, I was doing it just completely in silence and I loved it. Or like meditating outside uh, in the summer, that's the best when you just have like nature sounds. That's probably the most moving environment that you can be in like energetically and just emotionally I I only use guided meditations when if I'm feeling like really blocked in the morning like energetically or if I'm feeling really tired or I'm having a hard time like concentrating or keeping my mind very calm and focused that's when I'll turn to a guided meditation or if I'm trying to do something with a different intent like for example like I wanted to work on you know opening up and tapping into my divine feminine energy that was something where I like I didn't really know you know, a a way, I guess, to call upon that in my own meditation in silence. So that was something where I turned to a guided meditation just to turn to a little bit more guidance to think of, you know, get ideas of ways that I can tap into my divine feminine energy myself through my own meditation. So like that's something where I do a guided meditation if I'm like looking for ideas of how I can kind of have my own personal exercises to be able to tap into what I'm 
intending to tap into through my meditation. But I will say like I used to kind of almost low-key be against, not really against, but I just like really didn't resonate with meditation music because I thought it just was like distracting. And like, I think there's so much power in being able to be completely comfortable in silence and especially with your in silence with yourself. So I think it's such like a great character building exercise and just exercise in general to like practice being able to sit in silence and meditation. But I will say the meditation music really helps me in terms of like, because I'll do some meditations, which I'll get into where I kind of visualize my energy, my vibrational frequency, like raising. And that's something where like the music that like being accompanied by meditation music really helps and heightens that experience well it will just send tingles like all throughout my body and stuff like that so I do think there's a genuine place with meditating with music as well but also with just doing it completely in silence so I feel like the next big question is like should we sit up when we're meditating or should we lay down when we meditate I at first thought it was like a big no-no to lay down but honestly I've done both both is fine. Like I said, there is no right and wrong. But again, I will say I get the most out of it when I am up out of my bed and I'm sitting upright and sitting down. I personally like to do it sitting on the side of my bed. I like to get up. I'll make my bed and I get like this little cozy blanket and I'll just sit down next to my bed. So I have something to put my back up against to. And like I said, I'm under a blanket. So I'm still like cozy and warm and comfortable and can fully like relax and sink into the moment. I find that really helps to create like a little cozy atmosphere. But like I said, I have meditated laying down I still think there's a place for it I don't not ever do it anymore but I just don't know what it is I think it's I guess also when I meditate I just feel like I don't know I'm almost like too I'm too close between like feeling like I'm drifting off to sleep does that make sense especially taking a nap and like exploring my mind so I feel like when I'm sitting down I get the most out of it in terms of being able to really dive deep into my mind and have the best focus and picture it more as like a mental exercise as opposed to like me just trying to get quiet you know so next the huge thing is the time of the day now I think it is so I'm totally team meditate in the morning I think if you're gonna meditate it should be the first one of and when I say one of the first things you do in the morning I'm saying like first three things that you do in the morning that's how early it should be or have it be one of the last things that you do during the day like I'm saying I think meditation should be the first thing that you do in the morning but if it's not that your cup of tea I think the second best time would be right at night right before you go to bed I think those are the two best times a day it's honestly is proven if you want to go do some research and get some more like you know, credible sources, but that's when our brains are closest to our theta state. And that's when we're closest to like our subconscious beliefs in the 5d, like, and honestly the spiritual realm, which if you're into that, awesome. If not, don't worry about it. But I personally am. And I'd like to, I feel like that's when I'm most connected and can tap into like my higher self and that whole sort of thing. And I think even in terms of something a little bit more tangible for you guys, it's definitely when, like I said, how we're closest to our subconscious beliefs. So like if you want to use meditation to help heal childhood trauma, um, you know, subconscious programmings, kind of reshaping how your mind works, forming new thought patterns, all of that sort of stuff where you kind of want to strip down to your core, most innermost self and kind of rebuild yourself. That's also another amazing reason why you should meditate either in the morning or at night because you're closest to those thoughts and therefore can reprogram those subconscious beliefs in those subconscious thoughts into something more desirable and something with more intention of how you want to show up mentally. It's also just when the stressors and like the rush of the day are at a minimum, which definitely helps you like relax. And again, like I'm saying, really sink into the moment and be able to concentrate on the freaking meditation. And I also personally love it also just because like 
I just feel so refreshed. I feel like I just am a huge, I'm a sucker for morning routines. I think they're absolutely critical and so important. And I kind of don't know how I would function if I didn't have the backbone of some sort of morning routine every day or like the majority of my days. It just grounds me before going into my daily tasks and it just sets up the whole tone of my day like I don't know how else to explain it like I feel like if someone if you're listening and you have a consistent morning routine like you just know like it just sets up your whole day and it's so powerful because it sets the whole tone up I feel so refreshed in the morning I feel so much more calm and grounded to go into the day and like I find like little things little minutiae that would irritate me during the day don't because I just like took the time in the morning to like ground myself come back to center figure out how I want to show up today um and like the energy that I want to body moving forward and just is so powerful it's kind of like it's like before if like you're playing with a sports team if you just like okay the game's starting everyone's like okay break you all ran out and no one discussed a game plan it's like it's gonna be a mess <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I don't know. <laughs> i'm so lame i don't know why i just thought that was funny but but like it's so true you know what i mean like if you don't it's like you have to do that with yourself like if you wake up you don't reconvene with yourself, check in with yourself, how you're feeling, how you're thinking, how you want to show up for the day. You kind of just run in there with no game plan and then it's like a free for all all day and then you're just way more unsteady and not as balanced and don't have as strong of a foundation. So that's why I just really personally absolutely love it in the morning. And also, like I said, I just feel more connected to like my energetic being and like my higher self from being in sleep. I always say like when I go to sleep, I'm like, oh, we're going to the cosmos like when we're sleeping. So I just feel like who knows where we go when we sleep. That might be out there for people, but like, I'm just saying. So I just, I really like doing it in the morning. I think I've made that clear. So then I kind of want to talk about how I personally meditate in hopes to maybe help you guys, maybe give you guys ideas. Like I said, why I do guided meditations to help give me ideas of like how I want to take myself through my own meditation, I guess. The first thing that I really like to do is I first just try to ground myself and like really get myself into the moment. This is honestly a really good exercise for a lot of you guys. And even if you have like really bad anxiety, this would also help you as well. So sometimes I'll think of my five senses if I'm really having a hard time like getting into the present moment because that's also why I love meditation so much oh my gosh why meditation is so powerful because more than anything it strips everything away and like forces me just to sit in the present moment and it's so calming and takes away so much like anxiety and stress and all that sort of stuff so I Uh, I just feel so much lighter from meditation for that reason. So like I said, I'll try to think of my five senses. So what do I mean like by that? I'll think of what do I feel right now? I'll say like I in my head, of course, I'm like I can feel the ground under my sit bones. I can feel my legs crisscrossed on one another. I can feel the crystal that I'm holding in my hand. I can feel the bar from the bed running along my back. I could feel the clothes on my skin things like that for like my feeling sense. I'll think of what do I smell? Usually I'll have a candle burning. So I'm like, I can smell my candle. If someone's making breakfast downstairs, I'll say I'll smell the bacon or if in the summer and my windows open, I'm like, I can smell the fresh air, things like that. Then I think of what I hear. If I'm listening to meditation music, I'll say I hear the meditation music. I hear the spaces in between the rhythms. That's a big thing I've also like, I think that we overlook is the space between things and the space, the silence that's around sound that makes sound itself prominent 
to us because you need the silence in order to create the contrast to make us aware that there's a noise, you know? So I'll try to think of the space, the silence around the noise that I'm hearing. So, you know, if there's like a dip in the music, I'll like pay attention to that silence as well as the sound that I hear when the music is playing. I'll think of what I taste. Usually that's my toothpaste because I already brushed my teeth. And then obviously I can't see anything, but maybe if I'm visualizing something in that moment, I'll say of what I'm seeing. But those doing things like that, like an exercise like that really helps me to ground myself and really pull myself into the present moment and just collect myself. Another big thing to help me get myself in the present moment is I focus on my breath. I love doing this. And it really helps you because it's like it's instantaneous, your breath. It's happening right now. It's a process that you can follow along with. That's like I'm saying happening in the present moment. It's happening right now. So I'll do different variations of breath work, which again, I feel like also might be a daunting term for people. It honestly used to daunt me because I thought there was a right way to do it. But again, I just don't believe that with any sort of these mindful practices. I think there's such a personal experience. And because of that, there should be personal practices of how to have that experience. Does that make sense? Like I think everyone is going to do it different way and that's totally fine whatever works for you whatever helps you tap into yourself the best I feel like is how you know that you know you found a routine or a method that works well for you so I'll just do different variations well like of course breathe in through my nose I'll breathe out I'll just do those but like bigger more exaggerated breaths then I'll work into maybe holding breaths or breathing out through my mouth with like an ha breath like a ha or I hope you guys really enjoyed that performance <laughs> or just like things like that. Well, I'll switch up my breath work for, for me to actually need to focus and think about my breathing to then pull me into the present moment. And then honestly, usually after that, like I said, why I really love meditation is because it pulls me into the present moment and it just makes my brain stop because especially when you start meditating for the first time you'll become aware of how much freaking noise is actually going on in your mind throughout the day like you don't even I, that was like the biggest thing when I first started it's like I didn't even realize how much my brain doesn't shut up like we don't even understand how much background commentary there is from our ego like all throughout the day and I feel like meditation once you finally try to turn everything down and try to be like okay like let's just not think what anything the, your mind's like oh hell not and then you realize how much shit is actually going on pardon my French but so I will honestly go and try to think of absolutely nothing which seems like kind of impossible when you first starting out but because I, I kind of remember the first time I started to do this and I was like whoa why is this so challenging and that's of course what I knew that I needed to do it and now like I love it and I've been able to like strengthen that and it's gotten so much easier for me to do but I'm telling you because we had like our brains are always on from the moment we wake like open our eyes up we're thinking about something and again that's why I think meditation makes us aware of that and that's is why also why meditation is so powerful just because just above anything else it makes us aware of what's happening in our minds it brings us that awareness because we're finally turning our attention inward to like see and study what's happening what's going on so that's the next thing that I'll do is I'll literally just try to sit there and think of nothing I won't think about what I have to do for that day I won't try to think about what Sally said to me I won't think about texting so and so back like I literally will try to think of absolutely nothing and doing that while you're sitting in complete silence is so powerful and it sounds crazy because there's like how is there power in doing absolutely nothing but that's like the beautiful oxymoron of the situation you know like there's so much strength 
in that of being able to strip yourself of absolutely everything, having no distractions like that is sitting with yourself at like the utmost level. So I love doing that also helps me to de-stress everything. It helps me to like declutter my mind of like hushing down those just like irrelevant, unnecessary, chattering thoughts that are in our mind that just like adds to anxiousness and all that sort of stuff. Like I genuinely feel like my mind is so much calmer on the day to day and doesn't have so much excess noise in it because of me thinking of nothing. Like I'm being serious, (laughs) like it calms everything. So then this is kind of will take a different turn. It's kind of depending on what I want my intention to be. And that's kind of what I was referring to earlier when I said there's different meditation and intentions so sometimes I'll meditate in terms of trying to like call in a manifestation sometimes I'll do it in terms of me wanting to like connect to my higher self or if I want to you know help to actually raise my vibration things like that so like I said I'll either do some chakra clearing so this is like a mix I usually do this in the way of doing a visualization meditation so I'll go through my chakras and visualize myself clearing them out opening them up and making sure that my energy is freely flowing and then I just am more of like an open individual just making sure I don't have any chakras blocked or anything like that so I think that's going to be different for everyone but for me I visualize myself like you know like the little like portholes on like the side of a ship I picture myself like window washing those and then just like a beam of light will completely shine through with no like yuckness or yuckness yep that's not a word with no like crud or anything like that I'll be able to shine through really bright brightly a very clean opening and then I'll just visualize like all of my chakras being completely open just beaming in light if you don't know what a chakra is it's just like energy centers that we have within our body we have seven of them so at the very top of our head that's our crown chakra and it's actually beautiful because it's like the rainbow that goes down your whole body so up here at the crown of your chakra is purple then you have your third eye which is kind of right in the middle of your forehead or like in the middle of your eyebrows that's going to be your third eye chakra which is like an indigo color then you have your throat chakra which is right here at your throat as you could imagine that's a bright blue color going down into your heart chakra in front of your heart space that is the color green then you have your solar plexus which is yellow right kind of I always kind of picture it like around my how do I even say this like right underneath my rib cage and then you have your sacral chakra which is down in your sexual uh, organs I guess down there and then you have your root chakra which is right underneath at the bottom of your trunk and that is the color red so your sacral chakra is orange in case I didn't clarify that so I'll picture visualize those colors which helps me as well like I said I'll visualize my meditations I do those in a lot of weird interesting ways sometimes I visualize myself like really raising my vibration and then like walking through <laughs> it's so weird it's so hard for me to explain but like essentially I'll be walking through a very white room with I'll picture myself like way high up in the clouds and I'll have each cloud be like holding a manifestation of mine that I really want so something like that that I'll do um you guys have heard me talk about connecting with my higher self I honestly do that mostly through visualization as well um well where I'll like see her and I'll try to visualize like what she looks like what she feels like what her energy is like how she carries herself all that sort of stuff so I'll do that in meditation and like I said it's usually I'm visualizing her I another big thing that I do is I also will genuinely picture my vibrational energy like rising so usually that kind of comes after I open up my chakras and I can like picture my have like an energy field around me I'll picture my whole self like 
raising and it's so crazy because I can like feel my body getting lighter like I almost feel like I'm like raising off the ground I know this is gonna sound so whack if you guys like aren't into meditation but I'm telling you it's such an exploratory process once you like really dive into it and it's just absolutely incredible uh, but I'll do that's a big thing that I'll do is I'll really visualize my energy raising and usually once I do that then that's what leads me up into my manifestations because I'm then tuning into my higher self I'm on a higher frequency I'm in alignment with my higher frequency things that I'm wanting to align with in terms of my manifestations and etc and then if once I'm kind of trying to come out of that meditative state and like coming back into the real world to start my day I honestly find that I'll do like I'll practice gratitude or tell affirmations to myself to kind of bring me back down getting ready to come out of that manifestation so just like I would do like journaling or things like that I'll just recite it in my head in terms of gratitude or affirmations and that just helps me kind of grounds me and gets me out of that whole situation but above all else like I know meditation, like I said, may seem super foreign and kind of very daunting process, but just know it gets so much easier. Like it's not always easy to sit in silence, but like that's when you, that's how you know that you need it. But I promise you it gets so much easier as you go through it. You'll get so much more comfortable. And more than anything, I hope that this episode, you know, brings to light the fact that there's more than one way to do it. And I don't want the thought that like you're doing it wrong to shy you away from meditating. Like it's such an exploratory process. It's so individualistic to self. And I think that that's the beauty of it. And that's why I call, I really invite you guys to explore it and try it because you're going to come up with a whole different, you know, method and way that really resonates with you. That's going to be super powerful for you and really help you in a way that might not help someone else. You know, not only is it a great mental practice, I think it strengthens our mind a hundred percent. It helps with anxiety. It helps with, you know, reframing our thought processes, showing up to life the way that we want to being more intentional with how we want to show up to life and also helping to like tap into our spirit spirituality and all that sort of stuff and things that we can't always see with our eyes like for me I never really looked really to anything to like try to teach me how to meditate I just kind of kept sitting with myself and the more that you do it you know one thing leads to another you expand you explore more things you discover more things and it just kind of snowballs and it opens up this whole other mental world for you to explore and it's just more than anything like meditation is just quieting down all of this outside noise that we constantly have so you can actually hear what's going on inside which is going to be so different for absolutely everyone and that's why it's such an amazing exploratory process which I think is even kind of more powerful than journaling because it kind of almost gets you journaling I feel like is a great way to sort out what's going on like in your egoic mind like your thoughts when you're stuck in your head that expression like oh I'm just stuck in my head whereas I feel like meditation is what really elevates and allows you to tap into your spirit like you know how I spoke a few I don't know was it last two episodes ago where I talked about the ego versus the highest self I feel like journaling is a great way to kind of sort through your ego and again of course tap into your higher self but I think meditation even more so um, kind of puts you on the fast track and puts you even closer to being able to tap into your higher self and work through your higher self and help to embody your higher self that sort of thing and gets you more so on the spiritual soul full level if you will in terms of like your actual energetic field as opposed to just being stuck in your human mind um, in terms of what like journaling tends to explore both are amazing I'm passionate about both but I just I guess that's kind of how I see the difference of importance for both of those things so yeah I think that's what I'm going to leave you guys with this episode I hope this opened up some more doors I hope this called you to just explore meditation dive into your mind get comfy in there you know get comfortable sitting with yourself in silence seeing what you actually think about you know what goes on there day to day and just like explore the unseen you know so for the affirmation for this episode I came up with is that I find peace in the quiet 
and serenity in the stillness. I find peace in the quiet and serenity in the stillness. I love this one. I actually don't, I've never said that one before, but I think this is a great one, especially if someone, because I also had a lot of questions, like how do you feel comfortable being alone? How do you, you know what I mean? How do you find comfortability in the silence and stuff like that? So I think this is a great affirmation if you're kind of, if you've been maybe more alone lately or that sort of thing, or like silence makes you really uncomfortable. I think this is a great affirmation to affirm to yourself, to know that like, I do find peace in the quiet and serenity and the stillness. It's a safe space. It's good for the soul. And it's allowing me to tap into places that I've never been before. (laughs) So I think that's it for today's episode, you guys. I'm sending you guys so, so much love. I'm so happy you guys are here today. Thank you so much for listening, especially to this point. If you did, I'm sending you guys so, so freaking much love as always. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.